Hey everyone, this is Houston. I just wanted to give you all a quick heads up. We had some technical difficulties while recording this episode, and so the sound quality did not turn out quite the way we hoped. You'll notice that the recording was a little extra sensitive, and so you'll hear a lot of pickup or some background noises that we weren't able to edit out. Also, the quality is just not as clear as normal. Uh, we've done our best to edit it to something listenable, so hopefully it doesn't bug you too much, but we promise this won't be a normal occurrence. We just want to also thank Bryce and Allie again for being on this episode. We apologize to him that we had these difficulties during the appearance. Uh, everyone, make sure to go check out his short film that he made, Star Wars Emergence. We will go into more details about it in this episode, but it is very professionally made, and I would highly recommend it to everyone. Uh, with that, go ahead and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Silver Screen Redemption, where we make uh, subjectively necessary sequels to all of your favorite and least favorite movies. I'm Brian Perry. And I'm Houston Bodley. And, and we have a guest in the studio today, our, our studio I... executive, Bryson Alley. <laughs> I'm Bryson Alley. Welcome, Bryson. Thank you. How did I do, Houston, on the intro? Pretty good? I would give you four and a half out of five stars. Good enough. Which is better than I'm... Like, I'm usually ranging about 2.7. Yeah, four and a half get degrees is what I always say. And That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> I have a degree in podcasting at this <laughs> right. point. Yeah, so. no, I don't. Um, but about half of our guests have been your roommates and former roommates. Um, this is, is my true. former roommate, Bryce Nolly, And uh, I think our first studio executive with directing experience. Both those things. Do you want to tell us about but I think I'm more your roommate than I am a director. Uh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's been longer since you've been my roommate, since you've directed. That's true. I like I'm the more fact recently that a director. I like the fact that we're actually bringing some class to the podcast. <laughs> Instead yeah. of just shooting the bull here, we're actually, like, trying to go in the direction of making these movies happen. <laughs> it's baby steps, but we're getting there. I like it. I might just steal these scripts. Yeah. That's I mean, the danger with inviting a director. Well, but the thing is, you you also work for us. I mean, we work for you. Uh, You're our boss. It's kind <laughs> of a circle. scenarios. All right. Yeah. Well, cool. You hire us, we work for you, but without us, you lose your job, and then the antelope eat the grass it's a beautiful where circle. our bodies die, <laughs> Yeah, and then Simba becomes the Lion King. Isn't that how it works? Exactly. And that's our yeah. movie for this week. <laughs> the Business King. Starring Alec Baldwin. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tell us about your, uh, your short film and uh, how people can find it. So I did a short film a couple of years ago. It was a Star Wars short, and it started as like a fun little project that a friend and I were going to do, and then it snowballed and took over my life for about two <laughs> years because we did everything uh, from writing to directing to all the editing and visual effects and stuff, which took the longest, obviously. It was a right. Star Wars short. So, But I think I should – it should be pointed out, it is not just like a lightsaber fight – like, we're going to do a lightsaber fight. Right. Because it's cool. Yeah. And that was, I think, like, that phrase, it's not just a lightsaber fight. That was one of the things, like, we talked about the whole time. Yeah. Because there's a, about five billion of those on YouTube, and we've watched <laughs> a lot of them. And 
so we wanted to do, I guess it's kind of like this. We tried to mash up something like Star Wars and an actual good story. And so. What are you saying? <laughs> we don't actually have good stories here. That's oh. why we brought you. <laughs> but we were trying to do something a little bit different. And so we had, it was about a, a an apprentice who was blind. But more importantly, we wanted to explore like some of the themes of uh, depression and anxiety and some of those mental um, challenges, mental uh, obstacles. Yeah. So we wanted to explore some of those mental obstacles. Issues? Yeah. Uh, this is the rest of the podcast, the just lens. me guessing words. Go with this. <laughs> I think we, yeah, it's great. Difficulty. Um, but seeing those through the lens of a Jedi who's supposed to be perfect and who's supposed to be kind of all-powerful. And so, uh, yeah, it was kind of her journey. We wanted it more like a man versus man or man versus self. self yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was a woman, but, but uh, technically it's 2018. Women in the traditional Aristotelian story, yeah, yeah, yeah. story fragments. Uh, yeah. That's not what they're called. I don't think they're Aristotelian either. <laughs> so I have a couple of questions. Okay. First one, I actually have three questions. I have three answers. Maybe. I, <laughs> these prepared. are, these are real toughies, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first one, what cool lightsaber design are we introduced to in this movie? Uh, so she wears her lightsaber on her wrist as like a bracelet cuff, not a cuff link. A, like, like a, a bracer. Like or a, a, yeah, like a thick metal yeah. bracelet. Uh, and then with the force, she kind of assembles it. It's kind of a mix between Iron Man and like, but she assembles it with the force. So it's not like electronics. It's more like. She controls it and takes it off her wrist, assembles it into a lightsaber. I like that. It was a good idea, I think. Um, We loved it. I'd love to go back and redo it. (laughs) But I guess that's the director's curse. You always want to do things better, and we ran out of time. So what would you do to change it at this point? Uh, at this point, nothing, because I'm not George Lucas, and once a project's done... <laughs> Just I, let it sit. It's the Lucas curse. Yeah. Gets all Star Wars fans. Uh, but no, just like, I mean, you always... It's, I've been learning visual effects now for three years since then, and so I'd be much more capable, and I'd be... You could go back and re-edit the special edition version. I could. I could release trilogy. that again, and I mean, nobody would buy it, because nobody bought the first one, we can't sell it because it's a fan film. <laughs> so, there, I mean, <laughs> there'd be no point in redoing it at this point, except for my own pride. But you live and you learn and you move on. So, Well, my second question then is where might one find this? If I'm going onto YouTube uh-huh. and I'm typing in Star Wars fan film, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to find a whole bunch of different results. Right. What can I type to narrow that search? So You I can could put in this? the word emergence. That was the title. Okay. Emergence. Uh, a handy tip. Yeah. When you want to find things on YouTube, <laughs> Use type the actual in their title. <laughs> so Star Wars emergence should pull it up. Nice. Yeah. The third question. We're two for three so far. Just keeping two score. for three. I'm doing good. Does it reveal any further information into who really is Ray's parents? Hmm. Good question. I hadn't thought about that. I don't know. I think you'll have to go watch it and leave a comment below. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a good plan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Below this podcast. No, (laughs) below that video. Link to both. 
Yeah. So comment in both. We'll sections. put a link to it in the in that perfect. Okay. Here's my problem. I don't know how to deal with serious people who've actually accomplished great <laughs> things in their life. So when it comes to oh let's let's post some intriguing questions here. Yeah. I, I'm stumped. I don't know what to do. <laughs> how do I watch it? Uh, um, Is I actually a pretty lightsaber in it. I actually was thinking about this. I think that Ryan Johnson did take some visual cues from Star Wars Emergence, though. He definitely did. Little when, floating pebbles, I think, is a, a theme that is used yeah. in both. I'm just saying, when that trailer came out, <laughs> there were a few things right off the bat that, I mean, we had done first. Yeah. And you can tell because it's stamped on YouTube you the day it comes it. out. Right, right, yeah. right. Long before. So though. we can prove it. We had a couple things. <laughs> a couple lines, a couple ideas in there that... <laughs> so I'll sue him. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's Ryan the real Johnson. test, is you make another film... And then you see if he copies oh, that into his new trilogy go. that's coming out. There you go. We, Brian and I, five seconds before you got here, discussed, <laughs> hey, why don't we hire him to direct the Star Wars parody? Not parody. I, I give it too little credit. The Star Wars standalone film that we created here on the studio. In the style of Taika Waititi. Yeah, Taika one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I'd see if they make that into a real film. We've been dying to make that. And <laughs> then, at least a sizzle reel, you know, right. at least something. Yeah. <laughs> no, there are a few good shots in that one that I could see making it into a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. The, and, the wedding on the cliff over Coruscant. Yeah. Some beautiful shots. Beautiful. And then if they uh, if they do copy that, we can go ahead and sue them. We then take over Lucasfilms. Right. And then we begin the process of taking over Disney. Marvel, I see. And Pixar. This is our and then yeah. the Silver Screen Redemption Studios is the new juggernaut of the media industries. That's my five year plan. Yeah, Man. I'm I'm all in. Cool. Next time I have a job interview, <laughs> what do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> Taking over all of Disney's <laughs> empire. I am the new business tycoon of this world. <laughs> and here's my four step plan. Yeah, I have a podcast with like a few <laughs> listeners, so we're on our way. Step one. It's going to be huge. Step yeah. one. Let me tell you. <laughs> Uh, should we get into it? Should we get into our, our main event, our main feature? Surely. Yeah. Well, we're very happy to have well, you with us, Bryson. I'm excited to be here. Um, glad that Brian has some friends that actually accomplish things in their lives. <laughs> yeah. Apparently mine have seen less movies than I do, which is not saying much. So <laughs> that's kind of where we're at. Well, I mean, there's me who definitely has seen less movies than you. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who listened to our last episode, we went ahead and looked over the 2018 Razzie nominations. Um, we went ahead and tried to... We didn't try. We succeeded. We did <laughs> succeed. We made a great series of films. We, we remade all of Transformers. Oh, nice. If you haven't listened to it, which you haven't because we haven't released it yet. Right. At the time of recording. Right. right, right. Exactly. But we did launch the Pokeformers universe, <laughs> I think it has come to be known as. That's what the, the fans and the bloggers are calling it. It's what they wanted. Those with early access have... They've gone ahead and just praised it. It's been nominated for next year's Oscars. It's already saved one of those spots. <laughs> but Don't also, we also a Razzie. Also a Razzie. Both. Um, I mean, anytime you make a Pokemon movie, it's going to have a Razzie nomination. Yeah, right. That's just a fact. Well, um, I don't want to get too much into this on the podcast because it is available on the internet. Go look up Roger Ebert's review of the first Pokemon movie. <laughs> he does not get it. And he acknowledges that he does not get it, that it is not for him. But he just goes all in anyway. Well, he just, no, he talks about how like, yeah, I went and asked this kid to play Pokemon with me <laughs> and he beat me really bad. And the way he describes it, it sounds like this kid was cheating <laughs> against Roger Ebert at Pokemon cards. 
just go go watch it. There's like there's actually a video of people reading it. It's very good. It, go look it up. It's, <laughs> it's very good. This week we felt very ambitious and we wanted to tackle the Oscar nominations. Looking Not literally. At, no, literally. I've got my pants on. <laughs> I am literally wearing a football jersey at this moment. I think I'm ready we sh- to go. I think we deserve to point out what jersey you're wearing. Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. Congratulations. The whole time I was like, I bet Houston is very happy about that play an hour ago because I watched it an hour delayed. <laughs> but I bet Houston really loved that play. I almost an hour said scene ago. an hour ago. <laughs> that scene. That was a really good scene. I liked the framing of it. Yeah. Good direction. <laughs> good job on the writer's part. They parts. do some crazy stuff with those cameras, though. Weird no. casting call for Tom Brady uh, as a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. Didn't, didn't go over too well. And that's my football joke. <laughs> That's my thing I knew about what happened in the Super Bowl. It's actually a good segue, though. Uh, I'll, I'll, well, I'll come back to that later in the. Oh, okay. Later in the podcast, like a little hint, maybe. Little hint. Okay. Yes. Um, for those who haven't listened to us, when we do have a guest, we do uh, let them decide the studio demands. We have them prepare them in advance. They don't know the topic we are going to talk about. Frankly, we don't know the topic usually. We decide that <laughs> while we are recording. Um, but this week we do have a theme which we tried to talk about. We kept interrupting ourselves. Yes. Um, I think people get what's going on. Yeah. We're going to tackle literally the best picture nominations. Um, the one thing is, though, that we often hear as a criticism against best picture nominations is no one's seen them. How many of these nominations have you seen, Brian? Zero. How many have you seen? I've seen two as, I mean, just recently. Wait, are there more? Two weeks ago. Are, are there more than the five we're talking about today? Yes, there are nine. I've probably seen some of them then. I just haven't looked at them. Have seen you seen The Darkest Hour? Have you seen Phantom Thread? Nope, nope. Yep. <laughs> all right, never mind. <laughs> I've seen five, and I go to all the movies. You're very, you're a movie buff, for good, sure. Yeah. Um, so that's the problem I'm having, is they're just not marketed enough, but frankly, I'm disappointed in the viewers, because they won't go and see it unless there's something to pull them in. There's, yeah. There's got to be a lightsaber, there's got to be a superhero cape. Yeah. So, rather than protest the way that <laughs> Disney is desanitizing our environment in the film industry, let's join them. Can't think <laughs> of joining, yeah. yeah. And so what we have here is we randomly picked five of the Best Picture nominations, and then we're going to combine it with five of the best, the most financially successful movies of 2017. Um, so what we did is we went through and found the top ten movies and then we eliminated the superhero movies because we did feel that we've done a lot with superheroes. We have done a lot there. So just so you know, the five Best Picture nominations that we randomly selected were Get Out, Dunkirk, Lady Bird, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. It's very important to say the whole title. <laughs> and I will get on you if you don't finish it <laughs> All right. during uh, this podcast. Can and you read it one more time then for my sake? Three billboards outside outside of of Ebbing, Missouri. Of Ebbing, Ebbing I was going to miss the Not Webbing, Missouri. Ebbing, 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 Missouri. Can we just call it Tabuem by its initials? <laughs> or Three Booem? Nope. Right. Nope. Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Ebbing's Montana, Missouri. Is Ebbing? There four? might not actually be an of in there. It might just outside. be three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Okay, okay. that sounds correct. Okay. We'll accept either one. And then the fifth one is Shape of Water, which I know you're all very excited to talk about. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, then the five blockbusters that we took were The Last Jedi, um, Beauty and the Beast, 
Jumanji, uh, the studio's favorite film, apparently. Yeah. Because we keep bringing it up in every episode. But not actually doing an episode centered <laughs> on it. Well, today might be the day. It and Despicable Me 3. Did you know Despicable Me 3 was in the top 10 movies financially of 2017? I do now. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to pick one of those randomly from both categories. And then instead of going with the direct sequel route, we're going to put a bar minimum of making it a spiritual sequel. So Some connection. It might not be Get Out 2. It might not be Star Wars Episode Nine, But it's going to have elements that created the success of both of those movies in it. And then on top of that, Bryson's going to help us with a third element. And that is the studio demands. And so he randomly, well, he didn't randomly, he decided. <laughs> I randomly thought of. <laughs> it's true, mind, I guess. It's he true. just, he decided five or less studio demands. <laughs> Up to or fewer than five. Up to or fewer than five studio demands. We're going to randomly, or he's just going to dish them out. We'll, we'll with start that. with yours. And then uh, when you don't have any more, we'll, we'll move on to some, some listeners. Kay. And we're going to add those to the movies. So... Let's go ahead and start. Okay. All right. Well, let's go back to, you mentioned Tom Brady being miscast or yes. cast poorly. Um, Was that your demand that we cast <laughs> Tom Brady, Brady poorly? I mean, that could be one of them. <laughs> Absolutely. I think anywhere you cast him, he'd be cast poorly. Probably. I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> we should have him on more often. Um, but I was thinking recent. well, recently I saw Logan Lucky. Have you guys seen that one? Nope, but we've made a sequel to it. <laughs> Great. And that's that is all not the first time we've said that. <laughs> that should be podcast. our catchphrase for this show. <laughs> nope. Haven't seen we it. We haven't seen Logan Lucky, but we have made but a sequel we made to a it. Sequel. Uh, you don't need to have seen it. One of my favorite things about the movie was the casting of British people as rednecks. Like okay. Daniel Craig. Like Daniel. Well, I guess one British person, Daniel Craig. But also Adam Driver, who's not British, but also oddly cast as a redneck. But it he, made the movie yes. something He doesn't have that special. southern vibe to it. Right, right, right. By any means. So, I think that's one of the requirements is if we're going to cast these sequels, use people who you wouldn't normally think of. So, Not your first pick. If I may, mm-hmm. we're going to suggest our cast, and then we're going to think of the most opposite uh, person. There you go. Exactly. I think that's that'll help visualize where we're going with yeah. this. Works for me. Kay. Let's get our, uh, our movies then. Okay. So, the first movie is Shape of Water. Perfect. I was hoping we'd get to it quick. Combined with Despicable Me 3. <laughs> Very good. Um, minion sex. I just went ahead and said <laughs> Well, I was thinking the exact same thing. The love story between different species. You know what they say? Great minds think of minion sex. <laughs> well, let's be real. That's what... I mean, Despicable Me 3, its success is riding on the back of that giant minion with the one eye. Or maybe he has two eyes and the small one has one eye. I don't know, to be I, honest. I think the main character of this movie will also be maybe riding on the back. Never mind. No. <laughs> nope, it's canon. That's, that's, that's a fact. <laughs> so it is a love story between a minion and it was a mute girl. I think it does need to be a blind girl now. A You'd have to girl, be to fall in love with a But minion. who can only say the word banana. <laughs> maybe she just loves bananas. She loves bananas. Yeah. That's why she loves the minion. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's especially interesting because she doesn't even know that either of them are yellow. Oh. She doesn't know that connection. She loves them anyway. <laughs> Here's the thing. We do need to make it a little prestigious. So right. 
uh, animated films, it's very hard to get them into the Best Picture nomination. We do have Up and Toy Story 3, which have made it there. But how do we make a real-life minion? You know who looks like a minion? Tony Hale, who plays Buster from (laughs) Arrested Development. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we can't cast him. Can't cast him. So the opposite of Buster. (laughs) Who is the opposite? Who is like a very cool, suave woman? I think that's like, like Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett, Emily Blunt. Oh, I have a studio demand. It's a separate demand. It's Great. not one. It won't be one of the five. One of these movies needs um, the guy who plays Randall on This Is Us. I need to look. Sterling him up. K. Brown. He's so good. <laughs> okay, he's really good, and I think he's funny. He's I in here somewhere. I think this a is a story, a love story between Sterling K. Brown and Kate Blanchett playing a minion. <laughs> I think Kate Blanchett is literally the only actor or actress that can bring that much gravitas to a character <laughs> that, is a minion that is a minion to yeah. make it Oscar nominated. True. Yeah, I mean, I'm feeling it. I have nothing else to say about The Shape of Water, though. Or Despicable Me. Like, I got, <laughs> I've got very little to go on here. I'm working off the posters of both movies, yeah. which is as much as I've seen. I don't even know if I've seen the posters. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen the poster for This Is Me. Uh, what did I say? This Is Me? Did I say that? That is a song from The Greatest Showman, which so is a great show. Musical. Man. Man. Um, <laughs> no, I meant The Shape of... I have seen the poster for The Shape of Water. Is uh, Sterling K. Brown the opposite of whoever the girl is in Shape of Water? Sally Hawkins, basically. Can he speak? He can. Oh, he speaks very dynamically. Uh, he's the opposite. I think we fulfilled <laughs> that request then. Let's put a bookmark there and come back okay. to it. And see so if that's, that's The that Shape later. of Minions. Is it The Shape of Minions? Shape of... The shape of a banana? I do think oh, it... Oh, the, the shape... Yeah, the shape of banana. <laughs> so the next one... Let's spin that wheel. The nomination for Best Picture that we are going to cover, Lady Bird. Lady Bird. What a fun one. I know less about this one than I know about Shape of Water. I, I know the aesthetic of this one for sure. <laughs> I will say this. It's one of the best crafted movies in that it doesn't feel crafted. It just feels like little snippets of life. Yeah, that's what I've heard about. Uh, and what did you say for the blockbuster? The number one. That is The Last Jedi. <sighs> cool. Um, I do think Lady Bird is a Jedi. So, Maybe give us a quick rundown of the plot of um, Lady Bird. A girl's a rebel. She kind of... Whoa, we're already tying things up here. She's a rebel? <laughs> She's, She's a, a rebel. rebel. <laughs> or is she a resistance? She's both. Uh-huh. She resists her parents. Oh. Um... She graduates from high school, tries to get out of Sacramento as quickly as possible because she feels like she's being restrained by her family and by the society that she's grown up in. So she goes to New York and then she realized, you know what? I do like my home and I like my family. And that's the moral of this movie. Is she named Lady Bird? She wants to go by Lady Bird. Her actual name is Christine, I believe. Okay. Um, there is a moment in the trailer that someone says, is that your given name? And she says, yes, given by me. Mm, yep. Clever. At the end, though, she goes back to Christine. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, I spoiled that whole movie. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll put the put a warning in the, in the show notes. I do think we jump forward in time. Okay. About 40 years, which puts us at 2042, because this movie did put, take place right after 9-11. And I think by then we do have lightsaber technology. Right. Well, another option is we go back in time and to a galaxy far, far away. Um, oh, that's true too. Where do we set this? Because we don't. It doesn't have to be a direct sequel to Lady Bird, right? 
yeah. He's a spiritual successor. Could right. still be set in the Star Wars universe. What if we do this? There's a very easy way to go about this. And what if we do the Ben Solo story? Oh. Because he rebels he against his family. Oh, he is the Lady Ben. The, the Lady, Lady Ben. Is uh, <laughs> is Kylo Ren your given name? Yes. <laughs> given, <laughs> given by, by me. <laughs> Perfect. It works really well. Uh, and this ties into, I'll tell you my second studio demand. I was going to be coy about it, but... I think it's a fun discussion and it ties into both movies. So this is really great. Uh, Solo, the trailer came out today. It did. And the thing about his name is it describes him as well. Ladybird, maybe. I'm guessing it describes her. <laughs> she, is, she is a ladybird. <laughs> she is She's a lady like bird. a bird. She wants to fly away. Uh, but you also have Skywalker. It's like it's a verb or an adjective, you know, he's, it describes he's going him. to the stars and we have maybe at a slow pace, but he's going to. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I was, I was reminiscing and missing the days of past when you would name your characters in that way. Even like Lord of the Rings, you have Strider who strives. Know, he does. Stride. He does. Yeah. And, and Legolas. Uh, he didn't have he has legs, legs for days. Has legs, <laughs> you know, so naming our characters, I think we have to describe them. I think it's fascinating because I think if you did it today, it might come across as cheesy. Like if you named someone Skywalker today without it being robed in this yeah. classic yeah, I think uh, it would nostalgia. Feel a little weird. It'd feel weird, right? Yeah. So I say let's lean into that and name our characters in a describing manner. So what is Kylo Ren? Or we go the other way and we have to base the character on their name. Okay. So we'll keep – well, that'll be our, yeah, which came our first? principle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ben Solo. He's Ben Solo. I think he did grow up for a long time. Just having Ben down. Solo because yeah, his mom's he, off fighting so a war. Yeah, he's Ben Solo, so maybe he becomes Unsolo in this one. Yeah. Like he's Kylo Ren. <laughs> Is that the opposite of. <laughs> okay, we're changing his name. So, it's not Kylo Ren anymore. We're Kylo naming Ren. him after his thing. I think he, Kylo he Ren becomes his name at the end, but, but not for he this does movie. try a different name before right, that. Right, right, right. Oh my gosh. Can it just be called Solo? <laughs> Solo? <laughs> but it's about too. Ben Solo? Solo, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but his his new name he's going to choose for himself is... Duet. Duet. Because he does fall in love... With... Ray's cousin. Because <laughs> they all have to be connected. They, all connected. Yeah. So you're saying his name is Duet Cousin Lover. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Ray's, Ray's cousin, cousin who he loves now, and oh, they're okay. not connected. Because him and Ray aren't connected. I mean, Except they are a little connected. Right, right, right. They have the hots for each other a little bit. And I think Ray's cousin is played by Daisy Ridley. Okay. All right. So that just brings a whole nother layer to the new trilogy. What's well, her name? Or do we have her played by Keira Knightley? Or it is played by Keira Knightley. Oh. They do kind of look similar a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, like that, that family cousin. resemblance. Well, Keira Knightley was... Fake Padme. Fake Padme in episode this one. This is true. So they all look the exact same. Which means we could also get Eleven from Stranger Things, because she looks like a younger Natalie right. Portman. Maybe we have all four of them portray one character. And they're all in love. Oh, just and one we, character. Yeah. That was a twist. This is like, uh, this what's is that? Like Moonlight. Boyhood? Is that Land the Boyhood. movie that spans 30 years or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Boyhood is, they had like one actor and they filmed them over several summers. Okay. We don't have time for that. We're doing the Moonlight approach, where it's three actors playing the same character, right, right, right. and we're okay. filming at different... Right. What is this cousin's name, though? Is it Bad Boy Lover? Like... <laughs> it is Bad Boy Lover. Bad Boy Lover. Got it. 
And that's how Kylo knew he was destined <laughs> to be a bad boy. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Maybe he turned bad because he wanted to impress her. Oh, the name came He first. wanted to impress bad boy lover. Yeah. All this is feeding into that emo Kylo Twitter account. Yeah. So this is a beautiful coming of age story. Which is Lady Bird. Of Lady Bird and Ben Solo. Ben Solo. So his his name in this is Duet not, Solo. It's or Duet. It's Duet. Duet. And that's like a... Duet, not a Jedi. Duet. You don't have to spell it like D-U-E-T, like D-W-E-T. Yeah. Duet. Duet. But I do think Duet. his last name is not a Jedi anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Subtle. <laughs> Teetering on the edge of falling into Sith territory. Yeah. Duet. Duet. It's pronounced Duet. 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 Not a Jedi anymore. Is he a bro in this? Duet. 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 <laughs> All right. Cool. Duet. Or his last name could be Nike. So when they call roll, it's oh. Nike. Do it. <laughs> and his middle name's Just. Yeah. Because. Justice. Whoa. Justice. Because <laughs> that's what he believes in now. Do it. For this justice. short film. <laughs> Not before or after. Right. But he's very into justice for this one. Right, right, right. But also he's a bad boy. Cool. Because bad boy lover loves him. Let's put a bookmark in this one. <laughs> okay. I feel good about this. Okay, next one. Give me a number, Brian. Uh, four. This is three billboards. Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Okay. Paired with? Three. Jumanji. 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 Three billboards. You're going to have to give us a plot on this one, too. Oh, you've already got the title. That's good. Um, So three billboards. Francis McDermott is pissed at the police force in Ebbing, Missouri, I assume. I have seen it. They, <laughs> they don't confirm that it is Ebbing, Missouri. Sure? But I'm assuming oh, okay, it's Ebbing, okay, Missouri. Okay. Uh, and so she rents out three billboards that not very nicely prod at the inefficiencies mm. of the Ebbing, Missouri police force. Okay. And so it splits the town. Half of them are on Francis McDormand's side until they're not. And half of them are uh, swayed by the charming Woody Harrelson, who is chief of police. And then there's Sam Rockwell, who is a racist. And that's caused a lot of controversy for some people. Because he gets redeemed in the mm-hmm. end. So I do think this needs to be a very controversial movie. Are you saying the actor Sam Rockwell is racist or the character he plays? The character he plays. He okay. may be racist in real life. I hope not. I don't. I don't I, we're not going to throw that. dispersions here. And then we got Jumanji. 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 What if, I, I mean, maybe this is obvious. The three billboards are Jumanji. Play now it. hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not obvious. It was a board game on the first one, uh-huh. a video game on the second one, oh. and three billboards on the third one. Right? <laughs> Jumanji. Jumanji three. has upgraded to a marketing tactic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have an idea. <laughs> okay. That I got really excited he, about. Uh, we could tell. He did. I. We can attest to that. I almost jumped out of my seat. <laughs> I like this idea of Jumanji. It's been foiled once because Robin Williams escaped it. When yes. he came out of Jumanji. Yes, he did. Jumanji tried to bring little Dwayne into the mm-hmm. jungle, but they foiled it anyways. Mm-hmm. What if Jumanji is now a mental thing? Whoa. It's on the billboards. It's marketing at these business leaders. And they read those billboards, and then they kind of get hypnotized, and they think they are tribal warriors like in Jumanji. Ring. Once you see it, I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> that, that's the tagline. So, so here... <laughs> So here's but, what I'm feeling. Hold on. Go ahead. Hold on. Go ahead. <laughs> they think they're <laughs> tribal warriors. And so the different businesses 
think their tribes together and they go to war with each other. Okay. So we got like a little battle royale, little Hunger Games this is Jumanji. Working. This yeah. is working. Yeah. And I like this idea of side by side. You watch it from their perspective. So you think they're all in African garb. They're riding rhinos, charging at each other with spears. And then it cuts to them in suits that are all battered and ripped, and they're just running across the streets of L.A. With, at each other with... So it's not in Ebbing's, Missouri. Crowbars they picked up. Three... No, it is in Missouri. <laughs> all right. It is in Ebbing, Missouri. So here's what I was going to say. No, it's in St. Louis. It all needs right. to be a little bigger. Okay, it's in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Missouri City. Is that a place? It's no. There's a Kansas City, Missouri. I don't okay. think there's a Missouri City. Anyway, <laughs> what I was going to say, the first Jumanji, things come out of Jumanji into the real world, Okay. Mm-hmm. The second one, the people go inside of Jumanji. Mm-hmm. The third one, Jumanji goes inside the people, right? Yeah, yeah. like what you said. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was summing it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, That was okay, my okay. attempt at summing it up as sort of a holistic yeah. view of the, the trilogy. And I think it's called Three Jumanjis in Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to make it controversial then, I think, and I think this is deserved anyway, I think Jumanji needs to win. Oh, oh, I think you're right. Yeah. So this is a... Yeah. Like, Kansas City is done. It's over. It is now Jumanji. Yeah. What happens when the Jumanji jungle meets a jungle in real life, though? Mm. That's my question. It just gets, like, a little wackier. What if it's an urban jungle? Oh. But I'm, if it's going to take over the whole world, it's going to meet some of both, I think. What if that's the twist behind all of this? And it is directed by M. Night Shyamalan now. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Not Shyamalan. Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm just really... Shyamalan. 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 I knew that. I just learned how to pronounce Michelob during the Super Bowl. What was that? The the beer brand, Michelob. I thought it was Michelob, like Michelin tires. Hmm. It's not. It's Michelob. Thanks, Chris Pratt. Anyway. It is an urban jungle, but they view it mentally as an African jungle. Okay. So this is sort of... And then with a twist at the end revealing that. Yeah. Cool. Let's put a pin in that. I like this. Cool. I think that's our most Oscar baby so far, to be honest. And our most Jumanji. Because it actually has something to say, as as childish as it may be. Are you saying the shape of banana didn't have a beautiful message? (laughs) I'm just going to say, minion sex is not an important issue. Um, Let's go to the next one. Is there only one left? There's two left. Well, I will say I'm out of demands now, so if you want to pull in a... Uh, Dunkirk. Okay. We got Dunkirk on the line here. Um, Hi, I'm Carl Dunkirk. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Carl Dunkirk. Yeah, is this the City Hall? Uh, Nope, but can you give me a random number between one and two? Uh, Two, I guess. Uh, Do you like the movie It? Starring the clown? I do like it. Yeah, It. I like it. Okay, we're done with you, Carl Dunkirk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, <laughs> that was our, our other guest, Carl Dunkirk. We almost had Dunkirk Get Out and It together. That would have been really cool. But we're gonna go Dunkirk and It. And Are we're these gonna clown tell, soldiers? We're gonna tell the untold story of Nazi clowns. Oh, that story has not been told. <laughs> you thought Nazi zombies were bad? Uh, I do. I still. <laughs> I'm Call, still opposed. Call of Duty gave you nightmares for a very long time. We're going to replace those nightmares. And for with the Nazi record, clowns still opposed. <laughs> what if they're Nazi mimes, and that's the secret story of how the Nazis invaded France? It's secret because they couldn't tell anybody about it. Keep it secret. Keep it secret. 
And it is starring Ethan McKellen somewhere. Okay, um, so hold on. This is a little too much. The, the studio demand that I, I brought from our <laughs> audience um, <laughs> is from Dan Skullington from the podcast All That Glittered. Thank you, Dan. The, it's specifically, I did not plan this. The studio is looking for Oscar bait, so take whatever you've already made and add Nazis. That's what he said. <laughs> so we're going to do a different one because we already did your thing, Dan. Let's go with this one then. Eamon Connolly uh, says, more vapes. More vapes. Some more vapes. vaping uh, in this movie. In World War II. World War II vaping. I think. With Nazi clowns. The Nazi clowns did invent vaping. But I do think they're Nazi mimes. Okay. Because France. And they are spies <laughs> for the Nazi soldiers. Okay. And so they're going around the streets. They're finding out the tactical positions that the France military organization. Mm-hmm. And building barriers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With their hands. And they don't think anything of it because they figure, oh, mimes have to keep their mouths shut. Yeah. yeah. We so can, can we see this? <clears throat> can we see this story from maybe three different perspectives, as as told by Dunkirk. Dunkirk by Carl so Dunkirk? Obviously, the mimes. Hey, this is right. Carl again. <laughs> Shut up, Carl. <laughs> so obviously, the mimes are one. Who else would enrich this story with their perspective? I think it helps to be in the position of the kids who are scared by the clowns. Mm-hmm. I think that yes. is a very important point. And then Hitler. Story. I, think I, was thinking, I was wondering, Hitler, I also had the thought, what about just the hard-working clowns of middle America who aren't <laughs> Nazi spies? <laughs> who aren't? Maybe four angles. Yeah. Because I sure. do want to know what Hitler sure. thinks of this. Maybe the hard-working clowns do sign up for war, and they are the true heroes. Hmm. Because they can point out, hey, those mimes, they're not authentic. We know they're not clowns. Yeah. And right. they are the ones that save the day. Like, maybe we're not specialized in mimes, because it's not really an American... Uh, art form, but we know. We know. We went to the same the same sort of school as them. We went to white <laughs> face makeup school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's put a bookmark in it. Alright, good. Last one. Uh, we have Get Out and Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Alrighty. I already, yeah, I have an idea for this one. Okay, hit me with it, Brian. Um, so the, the general concept is it, it is a sort of a white community and it ends up being sort of a horror thing told from the perspective of, of black men. Is that correct? I haven't seen it. Yes. That's correct. correct. Uh, I mean, it's a beast then living in, in a small, quaint French town, but, but he is, uh, he is a beast. And er, he's a beast. And all the things that go along with that. And that's all I know about Get Out, so. <laughs> <laughs> I have an interesting take. Okay. Hot take. Who is the most real life similar person? To the beast, physically. Physically, Jason Momoa. You're close. Oh yeah, but think more hair. And here's a Chewbacca. (laughs) Bigger feet. Bigfoot. Uh, Bigfoot. I think this is the story (laughs) of Sasquatch. Okay. Okay. Hear me out. No, I'm hearing you. (laughs) Sasquatch is just a hairy man, a big, tall, hairy man. He was the prince of. Genovia. Genovia. <laughs> well, it's a Princess Diaries tie-in now. Because the first thing that came to my mind was Genovia. <laughs> and Anne Hathaway is his love interest. And she's the only one who sees him for who he really is. The king doesn't a very really want... person. <laughs> <laughs> the king, the father of Sasquatch. His name is Sass, actually. Okay. Um, king Prince Sass. Prince Sass. Um, well... Princess. And he did like... That's got an interesting sound to it. (laughs) 
<laughs> so Anne Hathaway is in Anne Hathaway is in love with Princess. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay, we can all agree. <laughs> we Sasquatch's name is Princess. Prince Sass Diaries. Princess. And when they say, <laughs> <laughs> um, the just king because wants of the to get rid of him, yeah. he is ashamed <clears throat> of his son, who grew up to be a very hairy man. And there's no solution. And he's hair. trying to t- turn the village against him. And so he gets exiled from the kingdom. He raises his own militia to come and claim what is rightfully his. But there is a beauty named Belle, played by Anne Hathaway, who teaches him that love is the true answer. Is this a musical? It is a musical. Absolutely. And he does try to teach his family and friends, let's just love each other. But they don't take that message. And instead, they kind of destroy their own villages and their own community. And before you know it, Princess is the last of his kind. And he doesn't know what to do. So he goes wandering and he goes traveling. And eventually he runs into another community, but they're all scared of him. So he goes and hides in the woods. And thus we have the origin stories of Bigfoot. It's tale as old as time. (laughs) And somehow that's what we got out of Get Out and Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I mean, the natural conclusion. I will say Princess Diaries. Yeah, yes, of course. I will say, I don't know. We may edit this out because this is spoilers for Get Out. Have you seen Get Out? Yes, I have. Okay, you he spoiled it. it for me. Okay, so, so the, the twist <laughs> is that white people inhabit black bodies, right? Yes. I think the twist in Beauty and the Beast is you find that out that the furniture is inhabiting the the people's bodies, right? That's the story of Beauty and the Beast. So we could okay. definitely tie that in somehow, I think. No, I think you're absolutely as right. As long as we have Ewan McGregor. <laughs> yes. And you do have... Uh, humans just like sitting motionless, just like maybe by the <clears throat> fireplace, or maybe they are standing on the table and they have lighters in their hands mm. and they have them lit and they're just standing there. Yeah, and that's because they are furniture <laughs> and their hair are. is on fire and their hair is exactly. on fire. Great, and it's you and McGregor. There is one guy with his arms outstretched and it moves every second <laughs> or every minute, and then once. <laughs> The one hand goes in a full circle. The other one moves slightly. There you go. In a oh, clockwise like formation. A clock. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so which of these is your favorite? Um, I think we took a lot of time on this. We can't explore too much. But if you had to pick one of these that we submit to the Academy, which one are you going Could to Could you write? give us the titles? So we did Shape have The Princess Diaries, yeah. uh, The Shape of a Banana, uh, three Jumanjis in Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. What did we decide Kylo Ren's what name we call was? That one? Uh, do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Is that not the title a Jedi of the anymore. movie? <laughs> do it. Yeah. Not a Jedi. Or no, it's, it's called Solo. Do it. A Star Wars story. Solo. Solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> and then in parentheses, do it. Not the other Solo. But not Star the Wars other one. Yeah. Story. Yeah. Do it. A solo story. <laughs> a All right, solo there story. There you go. That may come across as an episode three Palpatine reference saying, do it. Do it. Do it. Works for me. <laughs> it ties in. And it then, rhymes like poetry. <laughs> <laughs> and then we did so, have Nazi mimes. Nazi clowns. Did we name, name that, one? that one? It's Nazi clowns. That's correct. <laughs> Nazi clowns. It's a good name. Uh, I am leaning Jumanji. Three Jumanjis outside of Kansas City. I like City, the Jumanji Missouri. one. Yeah. I think that one's my favorite. For the reason, I love this idea that you think it's a mental game. No, this is just a 
over-exaggeration of the business world today and this cutthroat environment just kind of actualizing itself through the violent nature of these people. What if it is seen through the eyes of Joe Jonas? (laughs) I mean, Joe Jonas's character in Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, or whatever it's called. So he finally gets out of the game and sees a billboard and he's right back in. In yeah. Mind. He's like, not again. He's freak. <laughs> Wait, does he realize it? Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. I don't think he does. All right. But he is back in Jumanji. So maybe mm. sometimes he gets like flashes, like he thinks, oh, shoot, I'm in Jumanji again. But he's like, no, it's just, you know, PTSD. PTSD. I'm just remembering my years in the game. Mm-hmm. What's your take, Bryson? I think we definitely have to do that. And I think he definitely has to <clears throat> meet up with the other characters if they're all back in the real world. Absolutely. And That's they're the, adults now, maybe. Yeah. That's the only way to beat Jumanji. And so we see them coming together. And then at the very end, Jumanji wins. Jumanji wins. And it's ripped out of our hands. Um, I do want ending. to emphasize these actors are – these characters are not going to be played by Kevin the Rock Hart or Dwayne Johnson or – Did Gillian you just Diggle. call him Kevin the Rock Hart? <laughs> Kevin the Rock Hart, as yeah. he is known. He is Rock Hart. He is Rock He's like Hart. a pebble. Yeah, he's the pebble. A small rock. Um, that it was intentional. It wasn't a. It wasn't a mistake. <laughs> um, it, it, they're not played by them. They are played by those teens in uh, twenty years. Right, right, right. Yeah, but if we had to film this tomorrow, we would use those teens twenty years from now. <laughs> <laughs> but if we <laughs> <laughs> if we can't get them because we don't have time travel access, mm-hmm. who are those four actors? No idea. <laughs> Wait, are you saying who who are we casting instead? We're going to do... Or, or what are the names of those actors? I don't know. <laughs> no, who are we casting oh, instead? Okay. We're going to cast Kamel Nunjiani. Because <laughs> okay. we love him. We also, love him. I think we gave... Uh, what's his name? Randall from This Is Us? Sterling mm-hmm. K. Brown? We gave him a bad role in the other one. <laughs> I think we want him in this one. Okay. I think it's Sterling K. Brown. It is Kamel Nunjiani. It is... Uh, the name that's coming to mind is Leah Salonga. Do we know... You know who that is? <laughs> it's a name. We have Leah I mean, Salonga. She's the voice of Mulan. Oh, that's fun. She was in Les Mis on Broadway. I mean, she's a fantastic actress. Her she's real like name is Maria Lee Carmen Imutan Salonga KLD. Perfect. So. I'm not sure which character. She's the nerdy one, I guess. The nerdy one. Perfect. Yeah, these don't have to fit perfectly in the floor. No, no. It's a spiritual successor. It's a spiritual, spiritual yeah. successor. And the preppy blonde girl is... No, I think it's Jack Black. He is still Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> she eventually grows up and becomes Jack Black. She, has, yeah. she is transgender. And That's an uh, Oscar bait thing. There yeah. it is. And it is Jack Black. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Because she she came to, to love herself when she yeah. was in the game and said, this is who I really am. This is me. This is us. <laughs> this, is, this is us. This is y'all. <laughs> um, I do think we need to re- revisit the name, though, because Three Jumanji's Outside Kansas City, Missouri is a little weird. I mean, so is the original title. So, um, Jumanji 3. Wait, wait. Oh. Are we going to hide the Jumanji part? No, I think that's on the nose. All right. Because that's the point. We're are we trying to make the three blockbuster movies Oscar yes. made. Okay. Right. Are we so, hiding the three billboard section part, then? I think that is the more spiritual successor part. Okay, cool. Uh, so it is Jumanji 3. What's like a good business? I think it's just Jumanji 3, Welcome to the Jungle again. <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> Jumanji 3, Welcome to the Moot. Jumanji 3, Welcome to the Jungle. Again. Again. 
And we finally got our Jumanji sequel. Yeah. Though we, I think we will keep revisiting it. it. We've been dancing around it. It was a good movie. Skirting around. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Do you guys have any last thoughts? I'm excited to see these. Yeah. Next year. Um, keep an eye out, listeners, for uh, Heartbreakers, a Star Wars story. Mm. We'll right. uh, come up with something. It's coming. We <laughs> I think we could at least manage a trailer for a trailer. I think it's a trailer. Yeah. I think it's a trailer for a sizzle reel. For a movie <laughs> for made up on a podcast. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We portray it on the podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll describe it. <laughs> we put a microphone up to the video. We'll describe it as, as you listen. I mean, there is generally a video or a microphone when you're recording video. So. Right. Cool. Okay. Um, that is the end of our show. Houston, do you want to tell us where they can find us? Nope, because you know I don't know that stuff. Oh, like we switched, though. Don't they okay, know I'll try. where um, to find you if they've already listened to it? Uh, but like we got like a Facebook page. Oh right, right, right. The other places. I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll step <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> step off. Jack Black's here. Um, yeah, go to Facebook. Type up Silver Screen Redemption. I'm sure the Silver first Screen is all one word. Silver Screen is all one word. If you press enter after you type that, I'm pretty sure we will pop up. <laughs> go and press like, and then leave a comment with. Movies you would like for us to talk about or studio demands, we will read it and then we will apply it. The other way you can get us is go to twitter.com and look up the Silver Screen Redemption. Also, just one word there. It's our handle is at Screen Redeem. That's what I'm going for. (laughs) You're going to go there and you're going to tweet at us. Or you can send a real life bird to us with a message, just like in the old days. Ladybird. Scrolled out. You'll send us a ladybird. If it is mail, so help me. <laughs> we will send it back. We'll send it back. <laughs> and we're then, not sending the other one back? <laughs> no, we're keeping the ladybird. Oh, okay. Um, we will look at those, too. You can also go to gmail.com. No, don't go to gmail.com. Go to however you send emails. <laughs> go to your.com. Send us an email. But not actually your.com. Right. <laughs> the Silver Screen Redemption at gmail.com. Send us an email. And we'll chat you up. That's actually probably the most reliable one. The Facebook page and the email are That's good. the one we use the most. Our Twitter is not very active. <laughs> um, do you have anything you want to plug, uh, Bryson? Um, Star Wars Emergence. Star Wars Emergence. Find it. Yeah. Pretend like the bracelet lightsaber is different. Just imagine it. I mean, it's great. <laughs> it is great. I think it's really cool. <laughs> anyway. Anything else you need, want to no. plug? Thanks okay. for having me. All right. Thank you Guys, go check out his movie. It's pretty cool from what I hear. I learned about it. How long has this been going? <laughs> Almost an hour ago. So yeah, go check it out. I'm gonna go check it out. If my phone wasn't at two percent battery, I'd check it out while we were recording this. I watched it three times while we were recording. <laughs> yeah, those times when I got quiet, I was watching it. He's a real director, and that's more than any of you can say. So <laughs> anybody listening to this, <laughs> I doubt Christopher. You know what? Christopher, Christopher Nolan, Nolan probably is listening to this. Well, we know Ryan Johnson is now listening to it because he followed me. Yeah, that's true. Stole my ideas. Now he's going to steal all these ideas. What if Ryan Johnson's stalking you? I wouldn't even be mad. I think he's one of those guys you could be best friends with. That's Have you fair. seen him? Maybe in he's interviews? loopering you. Oh, what if you are Ryan Johnson? Whoa. In 20 years. Yeah, you're going to grow up to be Ryan Johnson. You're going to change your name. Okay. That'll make sense. I think this is our real Oscar bait movie that we're submitting. <laughs> Looper 2. Looper. <laughs> or is it before the original? Ah, Looper Zero. You know what's Looper funny? Zero. Ryan Johnson did direct Looper. Yes, he did. 
Is that why you said that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Um, with that, I think we're going to close up. I'm Houston Bobley. I'm Brian Berry. And I'm Bryson Alley. And whether or not these movies need redemption or something like that, we're going to be there. (laughs) So close. (laughs) Any similarities to actual persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental.